Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are talking about commitment. And if you're new to the Sleep Trust Podcast and you may be asking yourself what we're doing here, we're basically walking through all kinds of sleep-related topics to uh, entertain and inform you all around sleep and to help you to build up your sleep trust if you're one of the many people out there who are facing sleep-related issues at the moment and to show you very simple and straightforward steps to gain back your sleep trust. And when I say simple, I mean simple and not easy because you will have to put in the effort and you will have to commit to change a couple of things because there is a reason why you're uh, facing the problems at the moment and uh, you have to commit to change if you want this to change in a positive manner in terms of letting you sleep well again and you can do so. So now we're right in the middle of our topic of commitment because it all depends on your commitment to not only find out what you should change but to actually change it. But before we get really deep into the weeds here, let's have a brief look at the relationship between commitment and sleep trust. And this is a really core relationship because commitments directly affect the trust part of sleep trust. And this is basically the core of our concept. So if you think about all of your relationships, all of my relationships, any relationships out there uh, you, you want to have a look at, they build up trust in people telling each other things and following through on that. So you're a kind of building up trust when you're reliable. This is true for any kind of agreement between humans. That's always true. Also true, of course, when, when you have kind of an unspoken agreement with animals because they can feel your intention. If you're to feed your dog once a day, twice a day, three times a day, hopefully, then your dog will rely on you that uh, and trust on you that this meal is going to come. So you build up this kind of a really deep relationship, a trustful relationship. What's really strange about this is that we are often kind of willing to do so and to be reliable for other people, but we tend to fall off of the cliff when we uh, are supposed to follow through on things that we're doing for ourselves. And this kind of leaves us with the feeling that we're not able to trust ourselves. Of course, our minds wouldn't tell us that we can't do so, but somewhere in the back of our mind, we know that we're not really able to trust ourselves 100%. And this gives us the feeling that we are not able to change things. So, if we want to change, and I can assure you that you can do things to get your sleep back, to get a better sleep, a longer sleep, whatever you wish, you will have to trust in your ability to change things. And that will mean you will really have to trust yourself that you will follow through on your commitments. Because there are things that you know that you would have to change if you want to sleep better. You have to take the responsibility. You have to set out a, a goal that you want to achieve, a thing that you want to change, and then you have to commit to following through. So promise yourself to do so and then really follow through. And today we're going to walk through a very simple five-step process to ensure to bring you back to that position 
that you uh, give yourself commitments and actually follow through on them. And over time, we're going to maybe start with small things, but over time, I can assure you, you will build up your trust, not only your sleep trust, but your trust in yourself, and that will be so helpful. And before we're going to go through that simple five-step process, there's one rule I want to um, announce right away because it's very essential. Only commit to things that you're really going to do. The five steps are going to walk you through how you're going to set up that thing that you're uh, absolutely in line with, with what you're going to do. But the one rule is only commit to things that you're really going to do because that way you're going to enhance, build up your trust in yourself, build up your sleep trust. And if you're not, the opposite's going to happen and you're also going to waste your time. So please take that rule really to heart. And now I'm going to walk you through the five-step process. So let's start with the first step of the process. And this is a very simple one. It's the scoping part. What exactly do I, do we want to change? We've all done it. We can all do so. And it's very easy. So in our example, let's say you're kind of staying up late hours for what reasons ever, watching TV, doing other stuff. And you now want to be in bed at 10 p.m. That's a goal. So... It's specific, you can measure it, and 10 p.m. you want to be in bed, um, period. That's basically step one done. So let's move on to step two now. And this is where kind of the first part of the magic kicks in. So we're going to ask ourselves the why question. Why am I actually going to bed earlier or why do I want to do so? And typical answers could be, okay, I want to do so because I want to be in bed earlier I want to sleep longer, uh, all kinds of rationalizing uh, answers. But we're missing out on the most important thing when it comes to commitments and to following through. And this is to get our bodies, our minds emotionally involved. It's only then when we kind of feel that we're pulled by our emotions that we're really going to do it. So we're not really going to sleep in this example because we want to sleep longer. We are going to sleep earlier at 10 p.m. because we want to feel refreshed. We want to feel healthy. We want to feel powerful throughout the day. We want to be maybe more patient in our relationships. We want to um, lose weight. We just had the podcast about sleep diet. We uh, may want to uh, get more done because we're refreshed, and more concentrated. These are really things that kick our emotions in and that's where we really have to watch that we get emotionally involved uh, i attended a seminar it must be, it's kind of a long time ago but there was a sales guy and he said the following that i i it really stuck to me and i hope it's going to stick to you too he said you know if you're you're a sales guy and you want to really you know you've got rational goals you're gonna raise skinny kids that's what he said Meaning you really have to be in emotionally involved in your sales process or you're not going to sell anything. So that's step two. Uh, by the way, I'm going to lay out a cheat sheet that's going to walk you through these five steps uh, in, a, in a coherent manner. And it's going to be very easy, simple. You can download it on sleeptrust.eu. I'll put it there for free in the podcast section of this episode. Uh, just that I don't forget it later on. The next thing we want to do is to sit down and to visualize us performing our commitment. 
So let's say we want to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Now we would sit down, close our eyes and really walk through the process. We would see ourselves maybe watching TV, uh, switching off that TV at half past nine, uh, going up, brushing your teeth, going to bed. Um, and then we would also visualize when we get up, when we, um, and not only visualize, we would visualize and emotionalize when we get up and when we get that benefit out of it. We would see ourselves in the relationships, be more patient, being a good listener. Um, we would see us plowing through at work, getting super productive. We would see us do all those things that we really want to do and which is the reason why we want to go to bed earlier. So we really want to emotionalize here. And there are two really cool things that we should all know about visualization. The first is that when we do so and follow the process, we uh, have a proof of concept. So we'll, in our mind, we will see if this new habit, the commitment we're going to give to the thing we're going to do, if that's going to work. Because let's say, you know, we want to be in bed at 10 p.m. in our example. We would have to turn off the TV at half past nine, something like that. And we will walk through that and kind of feel this barrier because we want to see the next episode of our series or something like that. Uh, we may want to change that right away and say, okay, I'm not going to watch TV um, before I go to bed. I may want to read a book because it's easier for me to put the book away or listen to music or have a walk. So we're going to get a proof of concept telling us if uh, the thing that we are um, wanting to perform, which we are going to commit to, is really in line with our lives. And the second thing is that we are actually already training our new habit because our minds do not really differentiate between things that we only imagine to do and things that we actually do. Um, and that's a really, really powerful thing to know. So if you train things in your mind, it's basically almost as if you're really training it. And this is not only me saying this. Uh, there are plenty of studies out there. Uh, one that comes to mind now is uh, where they had three peer groups of people playing basketball. And that one peer group really uh, doing the training, throwing the baskets uh, and in, in real life. Then they had a second peer group that was um, to train only by visualizing throwing uh, baskets. And the th third peer group was not to train at all. And what they found out was that, okay, to be fair, the group that really trained real life, they were the best. But the uh, second peer group that only did training by visualization was only slightly behind them. It was, I think it was 2% uh, lower performance than the other ones. And the third peer group that did not train at all, they were completely off of the records. So that, that was to, to be expected. But you can, uh, to, to the message is, if you do this in your brain, you're already uh, starting to build up your new habit. So now we're going to move on to step four, which is that we are going to set up a promise to ourselves. Yep. We are going to promise ourselves that we're going to follow through on our commitment. And we can do so by, of course, making that promise in our heads to us. But uh, it is much more powerful to write those uh, promises down on a piece of paper 
That way you get more senses involved. You kind of see and read what you're uh, actually promising to yourself. And uh, a couple of years ago, I attended to an investment seminar. And what they did was to give everybody a so-called promise card where we were supposed to write down the promise to ourselves. And this little promise card was about the size that you could easily put it into your purse. And that way you could carry it along with yourself. You would know that the promise is there somewhere and you could even and should read it uh, once or twice or three times uh, a day to kind of refresh that promise and keep it, uh, keep it in mind. So um, this is a thing that we're going to do there. We're going to do it on the foundation of steps one to three. So we know exactly what we want to do. We know why we want to do it. And we have a clear idea and emotionalized vision of what we're and how we're going to do that. And now we're going to set up this promise to ourselves. So we're going to promise ourselves that we're going to follow through on our commitment based on what we learned in the first three steps. The last thing we really want to take care of is to keep ourselves accountable. And there are two basic ways that we can do so. The first is that we keep accountable to ourselves, which we can do by using a sheet of paper, writing down our commitment and tracking this every single day by giving us a stroke. And over the period of a couple of days, a week, a month, we will see how many strokes we get and get kind of get a feeling uh, if we're following through. You can also use an app on your smartphone. I'm using the Better Habits app, which is really great to, to track things like that. But the second way is far more powerful. So if you have something that you want to change or have to change to build your sleep trust, which is kind of hard for you, I would recommend to get yourself an accountability partner. This is somebody that you will tell what you're committed to do and that he or she will ask you every single day uh, on uh, if you really performed and followed through on your commitment. So you can take somebody out of your friends, you can take somebody out of your family, but you really have to take somebody that you know will not let you off of the hook. And that's really important. If you do so, you will feel this social pressure and you'll really get that extra boost to push you through even hard times in a way you're not really feeling like doing it or on days where, where, where it's maybe, you know, where you maybe think it doesn't really matter to you. So you, you have this social pressure and I'm not really a friend of social pressure in many other areas, but I think if you take a conscious decision and say, I want to change my life for the better and social pressure helps you to do that, that's absolutely a thing you might want to consider doing. Uh, I've got an accountability partner on my own. Hi, Fiona. I hope you're listening to this right now. And I can tell you this is one of the most powerful things I've experienced in my life when it comes to changing things to the positive. So let's wrap up this episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast together. First of all, you really want to follow through on your commitments because this is the single one thing that you have to do if you want to build up trust into yourself. And this is the foundation of building up sleep trust. There's a five-step process that is very simple that you can walk through, um, which is, first of all, doing the scoping. What do you want to change? 
going to bed early or uh, anything uh, other, then uh, you want to find out and define for yourself why you want to do that. And you want to do it by uh, finding emotionalized reasons. Uh, th think of not wanting to raise skinny kids. I think that's kind of a good rem a trigger to, to remember that. Uh, in step three, you want to visualize that, walk through the, your commitment, see what it really means for your life and emotionalize, of course. You want to feel positive doing so. In step four, you want to promise to yourself that you're going to follow through. And in step five, you want to do so by keeping accountable to yourself or to an accountability partner that could be somebody out of your family, your friends, um, you name it. Uh, just get somebody to keep you accountable. And remember that you can download a cheat sheet that will walk you through this five ste simple steps and uh, help you to build up your sleep trust through following your commitments right now. With that, we're going to bring this week's episode to a landing. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about joining the 5am club. And I can tell you, if you want to join the 5am club, you should really be committed. So until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.